morning to you in the name of God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Our focus text for this Thanksgiving celebration comes from Proverbs chapter 3. We hear verse 9. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce. So far our text, you may be seated. <clears throat> Past couple weeks, Dolly and I have been making our way through the book of Proverbs and our daily devotions through the YouVersion Bible app. So to me it was pretty fitting when I saw that our theme text for tonight came from the book of Proverbs. Now I always knew that Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived on this world, besides Jesus Christ of course, wrote the book of Proverbs as a way of passing on his wisdom. But what I didn't know is that he wrote it specifically for his son. That was something new I learned in our devotion. The book of Proverbs is not just a generic work written to the masses. No, it's an intimate piece of his heart. From a dear father to his dear son. He is trying to pass on his advice, his counsel, but most of all, his wisdom to his son. Solomon, remember, as a young boy, became king of Israel. And he was allowed to ask God for anything. He could ask for fortune or fame, a long life, all the pleasures this world had to offer him. Instead, he asked God for wisdom. God was so thoroughly pleased with his answer that he tells him that because you ask for wisdom, instead of fame, fortune, or a long life, all these other things will be granted to you as well. Solomon was smart enough to know that to be a good king, to be a faithful leader of God's people, he would need wisdom above anything else. And since this is the one thing he desired more than anything else, it's the most important thing he wants to pass on to his son. Now it's crucial for us to understand that wisdom is not just intelligence. Wisdom is not like the difference between being street smart or book smart. No, wisdom is using what you know and applying it. It's taking the knowledge and actually living it out. So for example... A smart man knows that smoking is bad for your health. But even if he knows that but continues to smoke anyway, he's not wise. The wise man knows that smoking's bad for your health, so he doesn't smoke. Or another example, an intellectual person knows that lying will get you in trouble. But some people think they're smart enough to lie anyway. The wise man knows that lying will always get you into trouble, so he chooses to be honest and tell the truth. Wisdom is the result of how you actually live out using what you know. And so Solomon, passing these words on to his son, doesn't want his son to simply learn them and know them. No, that's just being smart and intelligent, but not wise. Solomon wants his son to be wise. He wants his son to take these words and learn them, but then even more than that, use them, apply them, Live them out in a good and faithful life. Well, with Thanksgiving being tomorrow, tomorrow, most of you will have the chance to sit around the table with your family. You might have your own family traditions that you do the same way every year, but the most timeless tradition, of course, for Thanksgiving is going around the table and everybody saying a few things they're thankful for. This typical hallmark Thanksgiving scene made me think what it would have been like had Solomon and his son if they celebrated Thanksgiving. Now obviously I know our American tradition was not around, or our holiday was not around when Solomon was king. 
But yet I'm sure he and his family sat around the royal table for more than one feast and holiday. I bet the palace table was set with more delicious food than we could ever imagine. And you have the family sitting there at the head table, and then you know Solomon's thousand wives and concubines filling the banquet hall. But there at the head table is Solomon and his son, the wise king and his beloved child, the one he wants to pass his wisdom onto. And if they were to practice our American tradition of listing what they're thankful for, and Solomon's son begins to list everything he's thankful for, how would Solomon, as a wise father, respond to him? Would Solomon help his son remember the things he was forgetting? Would he ask his son to prioritize all those things he just said he was thankful for? Would he simply acknowledge what his son had said in approval? I think Solomon, as a wise father, trying to help his son learn wisdom, would point his son back to the words of Proverbs. In fact, I think he might point him back to these very words of our text for tonight. Imagine it with me, will you? Solomon's son finishes listing everything he's thankful for, and he turns and looks at dad, and Solomon simply says, Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruit of all your produce. Now, why would Solomon choose these words? Because I truly believe Solomon was wise enough to never miss a teaching opportunity with his son. Since wisdom is the most important thing he wanted to give to his son, this would be one more way he could help his son not only learn intellectually these words, but learn how to apply them to his life. In other words, Solomon's son was most likely smart enough to know that all these things he had just listed, all those things he's thankful for, came from God. But simply knowing that they came from God, or even just being grateful that knowing that they came from God, well, that's only being smart. But it has not yet hit the mark of being wise like his father wants. The teaching opportunity from a father to a son is this. Son, you are right in being thankful for all those things. You are smart in recognizing that they all come from our gracious God. But are you wise enough to honor the Lord with your wealth? Now the son must think and see if he can come up, be wise enough to put his father's words into application. Can he take the meaning, apply them to his life, and prove to his father that this has been how he's living? Do you think the son can do it? Better question is, do you think you could? Let's say Solomon is sitting at your Thanksgiving table with your family, and you just finished your turn of listing everything you're thankful for. Everyone else around the table is probably nodding their head, saying, yeah, that was a great list, certainly a lot of reasons to be thankful this holiday. But then there's King of Israel Solomon, and he speaks up and says, Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce. And as he continues to look at you, his eyes ask, have you done this? So the first question we have to ask is, are you smart enough to know that everything you have comes from God? Because you can't be wise about things you don't already know. Do you recognize and acknowledge all of your wealth? And I'm not just talking money. I mean all of your wealth comes from God. First and most importantly, your spiritual wealth, the forgiveness of your sins, 
your salvation from eternal death, your hope, your joy, your peace, your baptismal identity daily washing you and constantly connecting you to God, your eternal life that you're already living? Do these things make the list of your wealth that you're grateful for? Do you confess that all these things are yours through Christ alone? That only by the Son of God being born in our flesh, living in our world, dying on the cross, rising from the dead, and living victoriously as our Savior, are these things possible for you? All of this is your wealth only by the grace and mercy of our Lord because he freely gives them to you through faith alone. Secondly, all of your earthly wealth, your family and loved ones, friends, neighbors, home, land, clothing, food, toys, hobbies, passions, emotions, vacations, gifts, abilities, times, memories, everything else that this earthly life has given to you, it all comes from God. Every ounce of wealth that we have to be thankful for, every single item you could list when it's your turn at the table, they are all blessings from our God who loves us and pours out his grace into our lives each and every day. Now I know you're all smart enough to know that. But back to Solomon's question, are you wise enough to take that knowledge and apply it to your life and live out honoring the Lord with your wealth? Do you truly honor the one who gives you everything with everything you have day in and day out? Have you given the first fruits to God, the best of everything, or have you simply given him the scraps left behind? Now, if this scenario of King Solomon sitting at your table makes you squirm a little and feel some guilt, I want to remind you, Solomon is not asking this question to rebuke you or shame you. He's simply using this as a teaching opportunity to pass on wisdom to you. So if you don't like how you answered that question, if you confess that you have not used your wealth, both spiritual wealth and earthly wealth, every blessing from God in your life to honor the Lord, do not lose heart. Instead, listen to the word of God. A word of God spoken through a wise king and learn from it. Hear God speaking to you as he asks you to be wise by taking what you know and living it out. I know every one of you is smart and you know your wealth comes from God. But how can we be wise and live out these words? How can we use everything God has given us in our lives to honor him? Well, that's my challenge for you this Thanksgiving. Parents, especially for you, I ask this challenge. As you're sitting around your Thanksgiving table, asking your children to list everything they're thankful for, is it enough for you as a parent that your child is simply thankful? Or do you want your beloved child to be wise? Will you use this holiday as a teaching opportunity to help them learn how to use those things they just listed that they're thankful for to honor the Lord, the God who gave them all those things? Really, you can make this a, a family activity. In fact, if you're a really nerdy family, you could break out the whiteboard or legal pad 
and everybody write down what they're thankful for, and then together you brainstorm. How can you use each one of those blessings, each one of those items of wealth that you say you're thankful for to honor the Lord? Here are a few examples I just came up with real quick. Most people probably say they're thankful for their family. So how can you use your family to honor the Lord? Well, maybe you decide you're going to use the first of your family's time by setting it aside to honor the Lord. So you set aside a piece of time and nothing from your busy schedule is allowed to interrupt it. And as a family, you spend that time in word, in praising God, honoring Him together as family. Or you say you're thankful for your home. And so you want to use that space to honor the Lord. So you and your family come up with ways you can make it a place where God is always welcome and present. So that anyone who walks through your door should instantly be able to recognize God is there in your home. Now these are just a few simple, very broad ideas I came up with. But I challenge you to use part of your Thanksgiving celebration as a family to really dive in and come up with some concrete ways you can use everything that you are thankful for, all of your wealth, your spiritual wealth, your earthly wealth, every blessing from God to honor the Lord in how you live every day. As you do this, you will learn to be wise. You'll be taking what you know and living it out. Because you know that everything you have in this life comes from your loving and gracious God. You know that salvation and eternal life are yours through Christ alone through his cross and empty tomb. You know that without God, you would have no wealth at all. So take that knowledge and by the power of the Holy Spirit, learn to be wise. Go live out the word of God from the book of Proverbs as you honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce. After all, all your wealth comes from Him. Use it to honor Him. Use it to live in a way that gives the praise and glory, and most of all, the thanks to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ every day. Amen. Now this, the peace of God which surpasses understanding, keep and guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.